welcome in to another episode of the Money Man Moves Podcast. It's your boy, Eddie Too Rich, and I'm here with my boy, JD. What is up, my man? How we feeling? We, hey, we feeling really good, man. It's a super Friday. We're going to get the people what they need, which is plays on plays on plays. So, hey, we're going to get it started. We're going to get it rocking. It's the weekend, baby. We finna get y'all started, man. Let's get going, man. What you got for us, Eddie? Shit, let's get right. Let's get right. All right, first things first. We're going to go to the NBA. And the matchup I'm going to go with is um, the Philadelphia 76ers taking on the Houston Rockets. And I just think in this spot, man, that the Philadelphia 76ers are going to win this game. Um, I know without Joel Embiid, it's tough to take them, but I mean they have been playing great basketball. Like you mentioned in previous pod, man, like they're playing with great continuity, and this Tyrese Maxey dude is just going off and going insane. And Paul Reed has been stepping up, playing big at the center position. Kelly Oubre has been looking like Kelly Oubre, providing that spark. And so it's just a lot of guys on a t- one team just going in. And so I just think that it's a good line. Minus one and a half. I know it's not a road game, but the Sixers have won three out of the last four. And they have, you know, to beat Orlando Magic by 20 points. You know, I think you called that upset on that, one, And so, yes, sir. <laughs> I just think, you know, and they won four out of the last five versus the Rockets. Philly's eight and two in their last 10. Why not back Philadelphia in this spot? So that's my first one, man. What's your first one, J.D.? All right, man. So first pick for today is I'm going to go with the Sun Bowl in El Paso, Texas. One o'clock start time. We got Oregon State and Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish. And of course, we're going to go with Notre Dame. The line is sitting at minus five and a half right now. Go ahead and grab that. Um, Grab them. um, I would say just grab the minus five and a half. Money lines like right at 220. Um, You can pair that in the parlay. But for the singles, Go ahead and take that minus five and a half. Um, it's pretty simple. If you watch college football and you know sports, you know that the Pac-12 is soft when it comes to teams that like to run the ball, um, teams that have physical O-lines, and that's what you get from Notre Dame. Um, I think did Zach Martin – didn't Zach Martin come from Notre Dame, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken? He did, he did, yeah. All-pro guard for the Cowboys. So, yeah, man, um, Notre Dame has had a track record of – a great O-line. They are a very physical team. They are 9-3 on the season. Had a pretty good season um, um, so far. Um, and uh, right now, a lot of the bets are going towards Oregon State, that plus six, um, at right, right at 59%, um, according to Action Sports. So, like I said, go with Notre Dame. They're coming off a two-game winning streak to end their season. And like you said, teams that are, you know, coming off of a win um, – heading into a bowl game are more likely to win um, based off of their previous momentum. So Oregon State ended with two losses on the season, um, losing in the uh, Civil War against Oregon. So go ahead and take Notre Dame, man, 6-3, and 6-1 and one, um, with their home worker. But, of course, they're in El Paso, Texas. And I just feel that Notre Dame's physical run, to, run mentality, even though Sam Hartman isn't playing, they still will prevail in this game. Oregon State is missing DJ Ugalangale. <laughs> I hope I said it right. I tried, y'all, but yeah, DJ's missing. He's not playing for Oregon State, so and he was a huge part of the offense this year. Um, and he attributed to their eight and four record and their pretty successful season for Oregon State. But take Notre Dame, take that minus five and a half. We're gonna roll with the Fighting Irish. 
Um, and yeah, man, that's my first pick for today. Pick two. What you got for us, man? Man, I am going to go with um, <clears throat> the Missouri versus Ohio State matchup tonight, man. And in this matchup, man, I'm going to take Mizzou plus five and a half. The line is creeped up to five and a half. I don't know if they're speculating that Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to play or not, but I doubt he's going to play. He hasn't practiced all week. And they're turning to Devin Brown, the new quarterback at Ohio State. And so I just think in this spot, Missouri, they're having a lot of people that, you know, usually, you know, players that opt out for the draft or, you know, are transferring don't opt in to play the bowl game. And so a lot of these players are trying to play this game versus Ohio State. It's a big game in the Cotton Bowl. And so I just think that Mizzou want to make a statement, especially the coach, Eli Drinkwitz. He wants to win this game because this is a, this is a culture-building game for them. This is a great opponent in Ohio State. I know Ohio State lost a lot of people because they due to the transfer portal. And so I just think it's a good spot for Mizzou to win this, you know, outright. And so give me the plus five and a half. I feel comfortable with it. I think Brady Cook is going to have a big game versus Ohio State. And, um, yeah, and I have a little prop for Brady Cook later in the pod. So stay tuned. And, yeah, J.D., what you got for the second pick, man? Yes, sir. All right, so pick two. So pick two. We are going to go to ATL, where Sacramento is playing the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks are 12 and 18 on the season. Sac is 17 and 12. We're going to go with Sacramento, man. Sacramento looks good this year. Um, the line is really juicy right now. Plus one, minus 110, minus 105 on the money line, according to Action Sports. Um, yeah, man, we're going to go with Sacramento. I like the spot that they're in uh, when it comes to their starting lineup. Let's start talking about Sabonis first, averaging seven assists as a center. He is leading the charge, right? Um, him and De'Aaron Fox are a two-man tandem that is pretty prominent in this league. Uh, and Sabonis, yeah, you can say that he's going up against Clint Capella. That just means his assists are going to go up. Um, so other people are going to get involved. Fox, Kevin Herter, even uh, Keegan Murray will get involved. Um, and he, he, he's kind of struggled this year, though. His three-point percentage has decreased. He is under 30%. But um, Kevin Herter has helped out his percentage as well. He's at 37.1. Um, but as far as the head-to-head, um, Atlanta has won the previous matchup. Um, they were actually underdogs, and they covered the plus three and a half. So I'm going to say this. Um, Sacramento is, is is a really talented team, um, and they should be able to handle Atlanta uh, respectfully. Atlanta is a really small team when it comes to um, Trey Young. And also Murray is getting into trade talks as well. So um, I'm not sure if Murray's going to stay in Atlanta, might be going to L.A., who knows. I mean, everyone might be going to L.A. at this point. Even KD might get shipped off to L.A., but that's besides the point. We're going to take uh, Sacramento, uh, take the money line, and take them plus one. Um, we'll see if that line grows throughout the day, but I'm going to go with D. Fox and Sabonis, man. And you might want to touch on his uh, props as well, but we'll get into props later. All right, man. For E3, it's pick three. What you got for us, bro? All right, man. Shit. <clears throat> We're going to go to the Washington Wizards taking on the Brooklyn Nets, man. And. This line is at minus six and a half. 
I would grab it right now. I mean, I'm taking Brooklyn Nets minus six and a half. Easy pick for me. Um, Brooklyn has covered this number twice this season already. They covered minus seven and minus nine. And both matchups, ironically, the under has cashed. So potentially this number sitting at 242 right now. They have hit the under with 239 and 233 in these previous two matchups. So I definitely see there's a great value on the under and also taking just Brooklyn minus six and a half. I think Brooklyn is not going to play games. Um, Bridges came out and he's unhappy with the minutes he's been playing. And they just have a logjam on their team. I mean, they just have a lot of average, great, good players on their team. And Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of people that's vying for minutes. And, you know, you have the Cam Thomas effect where he could go off for 41 games and then just have eight points the next. So it's a lot of inconsistencies. Claxton is good. This team really should be better than what it is. I mean, they're 15 and 16. It's very underwhelming, but... I'm still going to take them in this matchup because they win these matchups versus the bad teams. And so I just think in this spot, definitely. And then even another number that backs is Brooklyn. Um, when they're favored this season, they're 10 and two. So mm. I'm backing that every time. And when Washington's an underdog, they're five and 24. So one game they were favored this season and they ended up losing that game and they're two and 10 at home. Washington is two and 10, two and eight in their last 10. I mean, the list goes on and on of why you should just take Brooklyn and just lock this in. I don't even know why this is the third pick is such a gem, but lock in Brooklyn, lock in that under 242, and thank me later. I'll see you at the ATM. Yes, All right, JD, how we feeling about that third pick? All right, man. Third pick is looking real, real spicy right now. Um, I was looking over a couple of games. I had one in, but um, let me see. I'm not going to switch it up. Uh, all right. That'll be a bonus pick. But for the third pick, officially, we're going to go with the OKC Thunder. I really like OKC in this matchup at Denver, and I'll tell you why. It's the old back-to-back. So Denver just came off a good little win yesterday. Um and uh, like I said, it's a back-to-back. So, OKC, they got some young legs. They got some young guns. And they got Mr. Chet Holmgren, who I think should be Rookie of the Year instead of Victor, Victor Dub. So, I think Holmgren is going to – he's going he gonna to put Jokic in a, in a, in a, in a, in a bad spot. He's going to put him in a bad situation. Jokic is not going to have his typical 30, 27, 25, 30-point game. Um, Holmgren is going to have him in check maybe average a couple of blocks. I really like OKC's starting lineup. When you look at the prototype typical lineup for a successful NBA team, your team needs to at least have um, guards that are at least over 6'4", 6'5". We know that Eddie will not, if you know, Eddie was picking his team and coaching, he would not even look at a guard or bat an eye at a 6'3", or 6'4", guard. Um, you know, the 6'4", guard would have to have a, immense talent, right? So, nice, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, six five. You got Shea, Shea six six, Lou Dort. He's the, he's six four, but he plays defense. He's tough. He plays defense and he's aggressive. Josh Giddy, he's pretty tall, like six seven. You got Hungry, who's seven. What is he? Seven two, seven one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jalen Williams is a is a cool six. Uh, I think he's like six six, or mm-hmm. six seven. Um, 
Yeah, man, and that's at the two position, bro. So not only are they good defensively, they are good offensive, offensively as well. Shea's averaging 30 points a game, and he's dishing the ball out as well. OKC's playing really well, coming off a two-game winning streak, beating Minnesota and beating the Knicks. Um, like I said, Denver, they played yesterday. They played Memphis. Um, and actually, Denver is on a, um, a five-game winning streak. I feel like that will come to an end. Um, those three wins on the road came against Charlotte, Brooklyn, Toronto. Not really prominent teams, right? Uh, that went at home came against Golden State, and then it came against Memphis um, as well. Uh, and that was minus Ja Morant, just so y'all know. Ja didn't play that game. So go ahead and take OKC. It's plus two and a half. It opened at plus four. Um, take their spread. I feel like OKC will go into Denver to the Mile High City and and beat the Denver Nuggets, man. So let's get right. Take OKC. Yes, sir. Got to, got to, got to. Yes, All right, man. Well, shit, it's time for the King of the Ice segment. You know what I'm saying? We had a great win yesterday with the Vegas Golden Knights. Shout yes, out to sir. Vegas for that yesterday. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. shit, we back at it like a crack addict. So, I mm-hmm. so we got New Jersey Devils taking on the Ottawa Senators. And we're going to take the New Jersey Devils. New Jersey Devils coming in 18, 13, and 2. And the Ottawa Senators are 13 and 17. And previous matchups, New Jersey have won three straight versus the Ottawa Senators, including two at home and one on the road. And so even the road game was five to one. And so they um, I just think New Jersey is just the better team in this spot, man. And they have a great offensive. They're playing great offense right now. They've won two straight. Both teams are coming in winning two straight. But I think that the New Jersey Devils are going to continue their dominance versus the Ottawa Senators today. So back them and take that low money line is dropping to minus 115. So take it while you can. And you see you at the ATM, man. That's how we yes, feel. Sir. What's your bonus play of the day, JD? All right. That bonus play of the day. I'm going to go back to the well, man. Uh, Portland kind of let me down yesterday. But like I said earlier, Victor is out for the Spurs, and he dropped 30 yesterday. Like I said, it was a quiet 30, 30 and seven blocks. But that 30 points is going to be gone. And, you know, Portland is looking for some vengeance. Um, They are at home again. So I feel like Portland will bounce back today. They are not going to lose two straight back-to-back against the um, Spurs. Look for them to bounce back today um, and get the victory over the the Victor (laughs) Wambiyama-less Spurs. So I think Shaden Sharp won't play today again. Uh, He's doubtful right now. I don't see any status on DeAndre Aiden or some. So, I mean, if, if, you know, if Aiden gets active and um, I know Brogdon's still playing, but if DeAndre Aiden gets active, then it's going to be a different story. So take Portland. Um, I feel like they should handle um, the Spurs. They should be able to beat them in this back-to-back. Like I said, it's rare to beat a team twice, and then you're missing your star player. Um, But, yeah, man, uh, that's my bonus pick. Do you have a bonus pick for us, man, before we hop into the props? Uh, The last pick, man, there's a a couple games that's just, like, on my mind. I would probably say 
<clears throat> a game that I'm interested in is gonna be this. I'm gonna go to the NCAA, and it's gonna be Northwestern taking on Jackson State. And this number was at 17 earlier. It's hopping up to almost 18 and a half now. And I would just take Northwestern minus 18 and a half. This Jackson State team is not good at all. Um, they just got blown out by Gonzaga. And so they've been getting blown out by all the bigger teams. So like Houston, Gonzaga. And, you know, they even they upset at Arkansas State, but I don't think Northwestern's Arkansas State. Northwestern's actually a pretty good team. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they beat Purdue earlier in the season, and they have some nice wins. And so I just think that minus 18 is even too, too, too small of a spread for this game. I'm thinking it should be like minus 26 and a half because this Jackson State team is going to be outmatched. And so give me Northwestern big tonight, eight, minus 18 and a half. Take them, Northwestern. Stand up. Okay. Going with the Wildcats. All right. Stand up, Stan Verrett. <laughs> yes, sir. Wildcats. Yes, sir. So let's transition to our final segment of the day, which is the prop plays of the day. And so, J.D., what's your prop play of the day? All right, man. We're going to go to the uh... – I'm going gonna, gonna to go to the money, man, man. Money, man, J.B., Jalen Brunson. We're going to go We're gonna go with my boy, man. We're going to go with that PAR points, assist, and rebounds. Go ahead and take that over. Take that over. Um, what is it right now? Caught it at <clears throat> 36 and a half. So take that. Um, he should clear that by a lot of points. Um, for his last three, he was averaging what, 24 against OKC, 38 against uh, the Bucks in back-to-back -back games. So I think you should take this, this, this line. This is an easy line for uh, Jalen Brunson. It's going to grow throughout the day. So go ahead and match this right now. Um, Jalen Brunson is a force in the league, and he's trying to put the league on notice, man. Ever since they were talking about him being 1A, he has been on a tear. So, hey, take JB, Jalen Brunson, take his over PAR. Um, it's, a, it's at minus 130. It's, it's kind of high right now, but – you could pair it with another play from our podcast if you wanted to do like a little two-teamer, beamer, steamer. No Stanley. If you know, you know. Um, but, yeah, we're going to go with Mr. Jalen Brunson's PAR. All right, Eddie, what you got for your player prop for today? I think for my player prop, I'm going to go back to that Mizzou taking on Ohio State, and I'm going to take that Brady Cook over the passing yards is that I got it at 240, no, 211, 211 and a half. And so I think that he's going to have to pass more. This Ohio State rush defense is tough. And so Ohio State is going to game plan for the running back Schrader. And so I think that Brady Cook is going to have to make some plays with his arm. And so I think he's going to have to showcase his talent, which is going to be beneficial for him, especially in the long run, especially if he wants to even be considered getting drafted, which he should be in consideration because he had big games this season and played well in, you know, some tough environments and even at home and securing those dubs versus, you know, Tennessee, you know, Florida, Arkansas mm -hmm. had a tough win versus South Carolina and played Georgia tough this year. They only lost by nine. They covered the spread. And so that's important. I mean, teams look at that too. So, I mean, my team does for sure. But, you know, um, but I think that Brady Cook is definitely going to have a 
big game passing. I think he should eclipse that 211 mark. He should definitely get like 225 easy. So give me that prop for tonight's game. And yes, man, this this wraps up another episode of the Money Man Moves podcast with your boy Eddie Too Rich and your boy JD, man. Any closing remarks you got, my man? Uh, closing remarks. We got a lot of extra games on today. Of course, um, it's Friday. We got college basketball on. Purdue is favored by minus twenty nine and a half. They're playing Eastern Kentucky. Interesting line there. Um, uh, we got LSU. You know, they lost to Nickel State early in the season. They're favored by about what twenty twenty five and a half. So, and they're playing Northwestern State. So. Uh, let's see if the if the demons can cover that twenty five and a half. LSU has been terrible this year. They look they look like crap. I mean, who wants to go play basketball at LSU? Um, also, Illinois. A lot of big lines today, man. The fighting a line nine minus twenty six and a half against Fairleigh Dickinson. Um, now, a more comfortable line for you guys. Gonzaga is playing San Diego State. San Diego State is traveling to Gonzaga, so. You might want to touch that minus six and a half. It is at minus 125. So I feel like the Zags can cover that line. Um, and yeah, it should, be a, it should be a really good game for Gonzaga. So go ahead and take them there. And lastly, as I scroll down at 930, we got some Pac-12 action. Um, we got Arizona against Cal Berkeley. So, I mean, Cal, yeah, Cal Berkeley. That is Cal Berkeley. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're favored by minus 13 and a half. I trust Caleb Love, the North Carolina transfer, to Will Arizona to that minus 13 and a half spread. Um, just throwing it out there for you guys. But that's all I got, man, for your little last comments, man. So for what you sure, got, man? For sure. All right, man. Shit. We'll see, we'll see you guys at the ATM, man. Keep Too locking soon. in. Peace.